Hello and welcome to the Kiara Goes Global podcast. The Kiara Goes Global podcast is your one-stop shop for navigating anything travel, lifestyle, and growth related as you experience your 20s and early adulthood. Guided by your host, Kiara Mason, let's enjoy this journey together. Hello, everyone. This is our 10th podcast episode today, and we are so excited because today we are going to be talking about Toronto, Ontario, which is quite possibly one of my favorite cities on the planet. We are going to have a ton of fun taking a look back at some Toronto experiences over the past few years. I initially lived in Toronto for four months in 2017 for a co-op position. And since then, I have taken every opportunity that I've had to visit again. And the most recent one was this summer in July. Now, I'm going to talk about all of these experiences, but for now, I want to take it back to my initial first impressions of Toronto when I first moved there in 2017. Yes, you heard that correctly. I hadn't been to Toronto prior to moving there in 2017 for work. So it was a very big leap of faith for me, and it was one of the best decisions that I've ever made. There's definitely tons of Toronto that I still need to explore, and hopefully the more that I explore, the better that I'll be able to understand the essence that is, as they call it, the center of the universe. As time went on, the six grew on me. This place has such a different feel to it than any other city I visited. It's unique, dynamic, and even though it's still a competitive environment, it also has that strong community feel as well. Everyone is a Torontonian and they are damn proud of it. They're united in all of the unique features that the city has to offer and they celebrate it together and they want those around them to succeed. I'm sad that my time here is running out so quickly as I only have a couple of weeks left in my 2017 adventures and there's still so many things to see and do. I definitely did not feel ready to leave and the next couple of weeks were going to be so, so busy, but hopefully I'll have the time to get what I need from the city before I say goodbye. And all of a sudden it's over. The time has come for me to say goodbye to Toronto and I am so not ready. It's like a breakup that you know is coming and you know has to happen in order for you to move forward, but at the same time, you dread the day that it will finally happen. And now here it is. I wish I could hold on just a bit longer, but unfortunately that isn't an option. So in order to cope with saying goodbye, I've decided to reflect on the many incredible experiences that I've had while I've been out here in 2017. For starters, I moved across the country and was able to adapt and most importantly, really enjoy life in Toronto. That in itself is a pretty big deal for me. And once you've lived somewhere long enough, it starts to feel like home. And that is one of my favorite feelings to have, being connected to where you are. I also drove the 401 almost every day and I didn't die. So that is also pretty incredible. 
I actually got to know the GTA quite well. And sometimes I didn't even need to use my Google Maps to figure out where I was going, which is a pretty big accomplishment for me. I have laughed a lot, cried a lot, felt overwhelming amounts of joy and overwhelming amounts of sadness. All of these intense feelings combined with my experiences have made my time out east a wild ride, but I wouldn't change a thing. Travel has a way of giving you exactly what you need, though it might not be what you would expect. And that's exactly how I feel about my time here. It was exactly what I needed. And though I wish I could stay just a little bit longer, it's time to take what I've got and move forward. Reflecting back on those memories from 2017 is surreal, and it almost feels like it was just yesterday. Since moving away from Toronto after my initial experience in 2017, I've taken every chance possible to head back and reconnect with this city that I love so much. Toronto still feels like home to me. Everything feels so familiar, and every time that I'm back, it feels like it's only been a few weeks since I left. It really feels like my city, and I hope I have the opportunity to go back again in the future. So I'll talk about some of my favorite places that I visited over the years. One area is green spaces. I love seeking them out when I can, and there's lots of great spots in Toronto to explore. Scarborough is a particularly nice area to check out, especially the Scarborough Bluffs. Really incredible views and great scenery there. Riverdale Park is also a great spot. Really nice green space with a view of the Toronto cityscape and a really good spot to just relax and take in that city view. If you're into golfing, I'd also recommend checking out the Donalda Club. It's a golf and country club that's situated on a beautiful golf course close to the DVP, which is one of the areas that I used to frequent quite often when I was visiting and living in Toronto. It's a really incredible course so serene and it was perfect for me to visit in the fall just when the leaves are starting to change colors it's a beautiful place to check out highly recommend and if you're into golfing that'd be a great place to visit as well right in toronto itself in the downtown i've had some pretty amazing experiences and no trip to toronto would be complete without exploring the downtown core from shopping at Eden Center, Yorkdale, Vaughn Mills, to checking out holiday markets and winter activities at Nathan Phillips Square and the Toronto Christmas Market, to exploring Ripley's Aquarium and enjoying the downtown nightlife, it has been a blast. The area near Nathan Phillips Square is one of my favorite spots in the city because I feel like it really captures the hub of Toronto. There's the large lettered Toronto sign, there's also the square that's bustling with people. And of course, nearby Eaton Center is always a must see. Recently on one of my recent trips, I even got the chance to get my name on a billboard in Young Dundas Square, which was pretty amazing. The only thing that Eaton Center was missing was the massive Christmas tree and the holiday lights that come during the holiday season. But who knows, maybe that will be on my Christmas wish list for the future is to get the chance to come back around Christmas time. 
there's so many other parts of the city to explore as well from wandering the shops on queen street west to exploring quaint boutiques in kensington market to taking in the incredible artwork on graffiti alley to finding hot spots and also lesser known but equally exciting places to eat or to grab a drink I truly love this city. There is always something new and unique to find just around the corner. For instance, once I stumbled across a free music fest one night, which was so great to experience. And the incredible backdrop of the stunning tower in the background didn't hurt either. And of course, the CN Tower, the landmark that this city is likely the most well known for. I actually didn't make it up the CN Tower until I think my third or fourth time in Toronto, it actually took me multiple trips to get to the point where I actually went to the top of the tower and I couldn't believe it took me so long to get up there, but I vowed that I was gonna do it and I'm so glad that I did. The tower is a great landmark. To be at the top of it is truly amazing and the views really don't disappoint. You can really see how expansive the city is and how wide it stretches on either side. It's definitely an experience that I will not forget. I'd highly recommend going at least once. And if you're looking for something that will give you that extra pump of adrenaline, they have the edge walk that you can do outside on the side of the tower. I'm definitely not brave enough to do it, but if you are seeking that thrill and an extra wow factor, this would definitely be it. So I highly recommend checking that out the next time you're in Toronto if you want to switch things up a little bit. On my most recent trip this past summer, I hit all the classics and I also went to a few more places that I hadn't been to before as well. I started out with exploring the downtown core. You can't go wrong with checking out the classics, Nathan Phillips Square, Young Dundas Square and Eaton Center. It was a really good day for it, even though it was a little bit rainy. That made it the perfect time to do some shopping, check out a few different stores, pop in and out. It's always a good place where I like to start my trips and really get that Toronto feel while I head out to explore areas a little bit further afield. The Distillery District is another one of my favorite areas in Toronto. It's a very cool historic area. I do find that it's a lot more fun in the wintertime when they have the Christmas market that's going on but it was still really neat to check it out in the summer and bring back so many great memories I have of visiting this area and taking in the, the sights and the smells as well. The Ossington and Queen Street West area is another big highlight for me. The Ossington Strip is one of my favorite places to explore. There's so many stores to check out along the way. Lots of walking around you can do, popping in and out of stores and shopping. They also have Trinity Bellwoods Park nearby, which is a really nice area to explore, get away from that sit hustle and bustle of the city, and just spend some time relaxing nature as well. One of the newer stops I went to on my most recent trip was the AGO, the Arts Gallery of Ontario. I had never been here before and had heard many great things so I was really excited to check it out 
I also got the chance to visit the Warhol exhibit that they had going on at the time for Andy Warhol. And that was a really neat exhibit to check out. Since this was my first time traveling outside of the pandemic, it was so nice to be back in an art gallery. I typically tend to visit lots of art galleries when I'm traveling. And so having the chance to go back into one was really nice. Another place I visited that was a new stop for me was Casa Loma. Casa Loma is the castle that is featured in the Spadina area of Toronto. I'm, I know it sounds like a pretty touristy place to go visit, but it's definitely something that you have to see at least once. It was a really cool opportunity to check it out and explore. The Spadina area itself, of course, is really nice. I'd actually love to live in that area if I ever moved back to Toronto. And my highlight of Castle Loma was definitely the view from the top of the castle. And you can see all the way to the CN Tower in the distance. It is touristy, but you got to do it once, right? And that's definitely something that should be on your list if you haven't checked it out already. I also wanted to take some time checking out the ROM, the Royal Ontario Museum. Again, this was a new visit for me, and I got the chance to check out their special exhibit, which was all featuring whales and lots of discussions about climate change. They had some other exhibits as well, focusing on animals, biology, dinosaurs, etc. So many interesting and thought-provoking themes were there and it gave me a lot to think about. I actually did not have enough time to explore the entire museum. I was there for at least two hours and I saw maybe not even half of it. So if you do want to check out the entire museum, I do recommend that you give yourself a large amount of time to make sure that you've got the chance to explore everything that they have that they offer because there is a ton of great things for you to see. After checking out a few more touristy sites, I also wanted to make a little bit of time for relaxing. I was on vacation after all, so I decided to head out to the beaches, which is an area that I had not been to before, and I was really excited to check it out and have some time to relax. I lucked out with a really sunny day. It was such a nice, relaxing vibe. I got to eat my lunch on the beach overlooking the lake while the sun was on my back. Ugh, it, it was amazing. And they have a really nice boardwalk as well that you can walk along and check it out. There's lots of people there with dogs. Definitely recommend checking out the area if you're close by and it's well connected by the buses as well. One other spot that I really wanted to check out to do a little bit more relaxing was Toronto Islands. It was my first time visiting and I can't believe that I had never been there before. It's such a nice oasis outside of the city. You simply take the ferry ride from right downtown over to the islands. It's only about 15 minutes, so it's a really fast ferry ride to get over there. And then you've got the whole island to explore or multiple islands, I should say. There are plenty of different parks and beaches to check out. There's also an amusement park on the islands, which is really popular for families. And of course, there's so many stunning views of the CN Tower and the downtown core, especially on the ferry ride back into the city. I found that was 
my favorite part actually was just sitting on the islands, taking in the view, eating my lunch and taking the ferry ride back and taking it all in before I had to head out. It was a really relaxing afternoon for me and it was the perfect way to end my trip, really just taking in the rest of those sites before I had to wrap it up and head home. I was also very lucky to have a sunny day on the weekend when I went over, so it was quite busy, but I was so fortunate that I got the chance to do so. Definitely one of the highlights of my trip, and I'm definitely going to be incorporating more visits to Toronto Islands in the future. Definitely did not have enough time there, and I want to get the chance to check it out some more as well. And finally, I have to talk about the food. So there were a few restaurants that I went to and a few other places that I swung by that I wanted to make note of. Some of them were great. Some of them were not so great. But I'll run through all of them with you and you can take notes for your next trip to Toronto. One of my first restaurants I went to when I was in Toronto was Italy. This was one of my favorite restaurants. I was supposed to be sitting outside on their pop-up patio, but unfortunately we got hit with a downpour of rain. So I had to move inside, but there's no worries there. They have multiple restaurants upstairs within the building and they were very accommodating and I was able to enjoy my meal, which was amazing. Their Aperol Spritz is one of the best I've ever had and their gnocchi was just to die for. They also have kind of a grocery store set up there as well, where you can buy lots of produce to kind of recreate that experience at home, maybe. Just such a cool concept. And I'm really glad that I got the chance to check it out. Definitely high up on my list. And I would highly recommend visiting if you are in Toronto and you haven't had a chance to go yet. The next place I want to give a shout out to is Pilot Coffee Roasters. I was staying in a hotel that was very close to Union Station and Pilot Coffee Roasters has a little store set up in Union Station and I decided to grab coffee from there one day while I was heading to the subway to get my day started. It ha also happened to be a really rainy day so it, it felt like coffee was required and I swear I had the best mocha ever from them. So I highly recommend checking them out their coffee's so good. I tried to go there again, but unfortunately they were closed the other day that I tried to visit. So I will be reliving that over and over in my mind until I get the chance to go back again. Another place I visited was Cabana, a Cabana Pool Bar. They've got a restaurant there as well. It was my first time visiting here. And to be honest, I found it a little bit overrated. I think one of the big draws is the view. It's located a bit to the side of the city, so you have a direct view of the CN Tower, but unfortunately you can't really see the CN Tower from the restaurant unless you're right at the edge. So it was a little bit disappointing to me. I do think it would be a lot of fun if you had a large group of people, but for me personally, I wasn't a huge fan. With that said, I did happen to have 
an exceptional view from my hotel room looking directly onto the CN Tower. So I was a little bit spoiled in that sense. And I was more than happy to spend some time at the hotel and just take in the view that was right in front of me as well. Piano Piano is another restaurant that I visited with a friend of mine. It's a super cute place definitely more on the fancier side. I had some pasta and great wine pairing when I was there and my friend had the same. I would say it's a little bit more on the pricier side, but if you're looking for a spot to have a fancy dinner in a really nice restaurant, that's definitely the place for you. It's a great restaurant to enjoy. And finally, another one of my favorite restaurants that I went to was Pizzeria Libretto. The location I went to was in Ossington on the Ossington Strip, and it was amazing. Their pizza was to die for, and the wine pairing I had was also excellent. It was so good. Another one of those restaurants that I'll be reliving in my mind. So I definitely recommend checking them out if you haven't already. They have a ton of great options there for everyone. A little bit more of a casual atmosphere, which, which is always nice. Highly recommend checking them out. So that's my little mini food review of places to check out if you're in Toronto. But of course, there are so many different options in Toronto. They're just spoiled out there with all of the different options that they have. So make the most of it and definitely get out there and try some different things and mix it up. All in all, my most recent trip to Toronto was pretty damn incredible. It was so hard for me to believe that it had actually been three years since I had visited Toronto. And I definitely hope that I get the chance to go back again a lot sooner than that the next time. It's always a pleasure to get the chance to explore this city. And I'm so grateful that I had the opportunity to do so this summer. It was definitely the highlight of my summer and a great way to end off the season. If you are planning a trip to Toronto in the future, I hope that these tips are helpful. Again, it's one of my favorite cities out there and there's so many different things to explore. I really hope you enjoy and get the chance to make the most of it. Truly a great way to end off the summer season before we begin to head into the fall. Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Kiara Goes Global podcast. For more ways to connect with us, you can visit our website at kiaragoesglobal.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and we'll see you next time.